Imagine yourself for just a moment where you have a problem that you're trying to solve, a situation that needs resolution, and you know how to do it, but someone else comes along, a friend, well-intentioned, and says, no, I got this, let me do this. But you know he really doesn't know what he's doing, but you're, you're in the mood for uh, growing in charity and patience, so you, so you let him do his thing, but ends up just making it worse. And you knew all along you could have done it right and more efficiently the first time if he had just let you. And that's kind of what Jesus is doing with the disciples during this story of the feeding of the 5,000. The disciples are faced with a problem. All of these people have shown up to hear him and they're hungry and they don't have any food. Jesus knows what needs to be done and he knows he can do it, but he tests them to see how will they approach him. Will the disciples approach Jesus with their solution or their problem? Their solution or their problem? And of course, they bring the solution which is just a meager five barley loaves and two fish that a boy nearby happens to be carrying. And so Jesus rolls his eyes and says, I got this. But he does that to test them about their faith. How will they approach them? Will they allow Jesus to be who he truly is? Will they allow God to be God? And that is perhaps one thing our Lord is inviting us to ponder this week with this reading. Do we allow in our lives God to be God? Do we bring to him our problems, which he never tires of hearing and which he knows all the solutions to? Or do we bring him our solutions, which, if we're honest, always fail if we do it without him? Do we allow God to be God? Or is he just someone that we present a solution to and look for affirmation? And when this happens in the broader world, in our society, people come up with crazy ideas when we don't go to God first, who knows all of the solutions to all of our problems, personally and small, to big and broad. But perhaps maybe to make this a little more personal or concrete, think about your own prayer lives. When you pray, how do you approach Jesus? with problems or solutions. I'll confess to you that very often in my own meditation, I do have to catch myself often from uh, catching myself going off on tangents of uh, wandering and ruminating thoughts, like replaying past conversations and situations that didn't resolve the way I wanted to, or maybe uh, planning or playing out in my head hypothetical future situations. 
and I have to catch myself because I know that that's not prayer. That's really just planning and bringing to God my solutions rather than just entrusting it to him. And I say that to you because I have a feeling, just a hunch, that I'm not the only one that struggles with that. And so the key to unlocking this great power of God, the solutions that he has for us, for our world, for the healing he desires to bring to us, is that act of surrender. Can we have the humility to acknowledge that God is God and he knows best. He knows us better than ourselves. And we are not God. We do not have it all figured out. Can we allow God to truly be God in our lives? Is Jesus truly Lord and Savior? Or is he just there to make us feel good when we happen to choose the right thing? There's a beautiful prayer that encapsulates this very, very nicely. Uh, it's uh, said to be the last words of St. Ralph Sherwin, one of the 40 martyrs of England and Wales in the 16th century. And he is said, uh, as he was dying, to have said this short prayer. In Latin, it's like this, Jesu, 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 asto mihi, Jesus. Or in English, Jesus, 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 be for me, a savior. And in Latin, there's an intentional pun on the word Jesus, because Jesus means the name of Jesus, but also savior. And so that pun just draws out that reality that we're asking Jesus to be for me who you ultimately came here to be. Jesus, 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 be for me, Jesus. God, a Savior and Lord. So perhaps when you encounter those wandering or ruminating thoughts in prayer, anxiety about the future or kind of worrying about things from the past, all of which is ultimately opposed to surrender and trust in God's mercy in the present moment, repeat that prayer. Jesus, 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 be for me a savior, be for me who you came to be, my Lord and my God. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org. God bless and see you next time.